Scott, Tony SR, coming from the land of sugar free. So you know it's nothing sweet, but everything is nice. Sorry, I had to get adjusted. You know, I was on my late tip, getting everything all together, but now I'm with it. It's getting really Christmassy. It's getting really Christmassy. Mainly because, you know, I told my mom. I told my mom, she was like, Tony, do you play Christmas music? I was like, nah, I don't play Christmas music. And she was like, why not? You should play some Christmas music. So just for that, mom, this is for you. I'm doing this for you. Be proud. Be proud. No, that was just me, but snapping back to it, you already know what it is. It's another edition of the Comedy Plug, where we go ahead, we play a little bit of jazz, a little bit of comedy albums, as well as some turn-up hits and some sounds coming from the pie. And, of course, I always got a friend with me. Today's a special guest, but we'll introduce her in a bit. For now, let's just go ahead and get set with the turn-up. Ooh, G Perico. Out the house. Mm. I'm coming out the house with the strap on my side. Niggas ain't gonna catch me lacking outside. So many cars, I don't know which one to drive. Bitches like G, you so fly. No niggas that ain't got shit to do with me We can talk business cause I speak that shit fluently Out on a lake about to race with Dupree Later on we eat steaks, everything is on me The entertainment budget gotta double every summer We in bulletproof tanks, we ain't fucking with no Hummers We fucking up the summer, I'm surrounded by the gunners We could bring a whole war if you want it Trouble on my mind in this Benz with the nine Pistol grip pump at all times I'm coming out the house with the strap on my side Niggas ain't gonna catch me lacking outside so many cars, I don't know which one to drive. Bitches like G, you so fly. I'm pulling up deep with the click. We jumping out of forests and we all looking rich. Me, I'm really rich. Bitches call me Get Money Slim. Don't invite me to your party if I can't bring the blick. Baby, and- Keep it West Coast, baby. Coming in, TF. Bali, bust down. If that money count a lot, then come and give me like Bust down, bust down, bitch. Bust down, bust down, bust down, bust down, bitch. Money count a sound like a hemi like Money on my mind. I'm all about the profit. Hey, goofy bitch, hit my line. Tell the hold to stop it. Nigga from the bottom, I'm just trying to see a profit. Why these weird niggas? Mad, they ain't never count no thousand. Uh, square bitch with me, I'm not sure how to flip it. Cash. A nigga in the field, you could call me King Griffin. Big body beans, I'ma show you how to whip skirt. Me and their mindset, this money counter busy. Look, bitch is saying I'm the nigga. Bust down, rolling, ain't no ticket. Money counter sound like a hemi. If that money counter lot, then come and give me like Bust down, bust down, bitch. Bust down, bust down, bust down, bust down, bitch. Oh, we off to a good start, but we're not done yet. Next up, oh, I love this song. Super by my boy, Carter. Oh. 
And you know where you heard it at, baby? The Comedy Club. Mm. Huh. Last year I made seven million, didn't have to do a single fucking show. Should I took my niggas up at Coca-Cola for the check that cut me at the Super Bowl? On my life moments is a Super Bowl. A nigga Dr. Dre, he got a Super Bowl. Last night I was texting Jack Dorsey, that's the perks you get from being super dope. This is real life, ain't no act in it. All these rap niggas, they be rapping. Every little thing I do is mad different. Got my little cousin playing Batman. Get my little bro quick, 50 piece, he got the whole motherfucking trap hit. And I've been stacking up all these assets, can be conducting any bad business. Like, whoa, hey, I keep that drip on me. My nigga, I'm big homie. Slip homie, my mama might flip on me like what? Hey, drop top coop in the motherfucking summer. I rest my case like huh. Hey, I'ma live life to the fullest with every single breath I take. Like, huh. Let me tell you niggas something real quick. Huh. Hey, you asshole, you can suck my dick. Get cold every time that you touch my wrist. I'm the greatest nigga, can't fuck with this. My niggas pull up in them Chevys and Beamers. We all young and rich, you can't check my demeanor. I just bought a Birkin for my Aunt Regina. I've been getting money since I was a senior. But last year I made seven million, didn't have to do a single fucking show. Should I took my niggas up at Coca Cola for the check that cut me at the Super Bowl? On my Life moments is a Super Bowl. A nigga, Dr. Dre, he got a Super Bowl. Last night, I was texting Jack Dorsey. That's the perks you get from being super dope. I be feeling like it's me against the world, but I can give a fuck who my opponent is. Niggas asking why I dropped the YBN. I had no other choices. We ain't on this shit. You know that janky shit, I'm not condoning it. With a couple niggas, I got a bone to pick. I'm on some movement shit, y'all on some moment shit. But I'll be here forever, y'all can go and quit. We had bad bitches in a new Bentley. Just read up from that new stimmy. My brother counting them blue Benjis. Only feel good with my crew with me. Like, whoa, they tried to question my character. Yo, Richard Black. They hate me in America We some real niggas Don't fit the criteria Don't like your vibe Not a lot of my area I entered this game And I came here to change it Speak my beliefs Now they calling me dangerous Taking a throne And I'm gonna maintain it I gotta go down It's just one of the plans So anybody got a problem with me Can't fake Kick it Fuck your politicking I ain't worried about it I know God is with me Your peace of mind Is worth a dollar fifty But last year I made seven million Didn't have to do a single fucking show Should I took my niggas up At Coca-Cola For the check that cut me At the Super Bowl On my life moments Is a Super Bowl A nigga Dr. Dre He got a Super Bowl Last night I was texting Jack Oh, come on now. Come on now. You know it's fire, baby. You know it's fire. Once again, we was listening to G Perico out the house. TF Bollywood bust down and Corda dropping that super. But you hear that jazz in the background. Now it's time to get down. I got to introduce the homie I brought with me today. Go ahead and tell the people what your name is. Uh, you know what it is. My name is Ashley Matha. Eh. Oh, oh. <laughs> and Ash, where you from, man? Detroit, Michigan. Oh. West Side, Seven Mile. Okay. Oh. If I know anything about Detroit, that's right next to 8 Mile. That's right next to 8 Mile. <laughs> <laughs> that's right next to 8 Mile. So when did you uh, make the transfer to come through over to Cali? Uh, about three years ago, yep. Okay, okay. And was comedy the, the overall deciding factor or was it just other opportunities? No, it was definitely um, comedy. That was the only reason why I came. Okay. The only reason. And so that's you just been in it. So what was the scene like out there in Detroit? It's not, for, it's nowhere, it's not as big as um, California, of course. It's, in the actual city of Detroit, you probably got like three rooms. Yeah. You could practice in, but mm. the comedians out there are beasts. They're amazing. Okay. And so, since there's not much in Detroit, did you have to travel around your surrounding area a lot while you was cutting your teeth? Um, Honestly, I started doing comedy and moved out to California maybe three months later. So oh, okay. I wasn't even in Detroit long to even really okay. play around out there. But I did a few rooms. You had to travel kind of far in order like, to hit them all up. Yeah, it's not like the whole New York scene no. or whatnot. Mm. No. 
Okay. Yeah. So what was it like, you know, as soon as you touched down, seeing the cultural difference over here from Cali to Detroit? Um, let me see. Like, in, in De- <laughs> comedy in Detroit is way harder than comedy in um, California. Uh, How so? Because, I mean, that audience, you know, especially that black audience in Detroit is hard. You know, they, they don't cut you no slack. If you're not funny, they saying, yeah. get off stage. Yeah, you know? that was something that Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they're not scared to say it. Boo, get off stage. Um, but here in um, L.A., I think it's kind of soft, honestly. You know, mm. I think I think it's not easy, but I think you just get away with a lot, you know. Soft as in how? Like, like you go to a room here, and if it's not that good... And that was always the thing, like doing mics. Like when I do a mic in Detroit, you know, I got I, I get comedians coming up to me telling me the truth. Like, you know, that's not good. You could do this. You could do that. that Out part. here in California, I think they just give you fake chuckles. Nobody there to really help you. You know, they just want to do their comedy and get mm. on to the next room. I just don't I don't think you could really gauge your comedy unless you're actually doing a show here in California. Mm. Being, being on the outside looking in, what do you think, like, contributes to that type of culture where we're not... Because that's kind of weird, right? Because if we're in the L.A. scene, we're all, like, here, here, we should be coming off truthful. But mm-hmm. what could it what could make it the deciding factor? I think it's... Um, this comedy out here is so diverse, you know, versus in Detroit, you know. Um, in actual Detroit, the city of Detroit, just black comedians out here, you got a mixture, you know. So you're doing comedy with all different type of races, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they're just not as honest as, you know, black people would be, you know, honestly. They, they, <laughs> black people will tell you the truth. <laughs> they will yeah. be the first ones. <laughs> uh, you know, so um, doing mics for me out here is kind of hard, you know, because I always just want to gauge my real work. That know? part. And I just I just don't think it's, I, I don't get engaged until I'm on that real stage and getting those laughs and that energy. Then if Without mics, how else are you getting your practice in? I'm just at home in the mirror. Like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Or, you know, I run, I produce my own um, comedy show called Backyard Comedy Battle, mm-hmm. which is um, real fun. And just just trying to book shows, really, and networking so I can book shows. But um, I, don't, I don't really do mics, honestly. I feel. I feel. Do you think that's... Uh, more of a it's been adding to a strength not doing mics because you always hear coming to LA you gotta get up six times a night I just honestly um I don't know honestly I just do things a little differently um I I personally don't for me I'm not going to comedy club sitting there all night for six hours to do three minutes Hmm. I'm not paying money to do three minutes I'm not driving three hours to do three minutes I'm not doing that but I think it's good for comedians who could really do it I feel that we gonna keep it pushing keep it going with the comedy portion of today please make noise for it. thank you <laughs> I am so happy you're here I did not want to do this by myself <laughs> and she said why 
I gotta be like this? Why I'm in the streets like this? Really not yours and you not mine. Going out my mind trying to find a little peace like this. Couldn't tell you why, but when other niggas try, no time. Closed eyes out of reach like this. Really all a game and I can't see defeat like this. What's a name? Can't compete like this. I know you love that, but you like this. It's a drug, it's a state, and you really can't wait to escape all that everyday life shit. What it was, what it ain't. Trying to leave what you can't, but you know I got your feelings in the vice grip. But it's cool and it's safe. Got some rules you can break. Don't be fake. Every hero need a sidekick. And you know I had to bring a boy with me from the pie. This is Scoop Ellington with fun. As of late, you test my patience, babe. I'm hoping all is well. Even though I love to stay, but see, I can't. I'm on the run. Though this may be more than sex, it's nothing more than fun. And they say communication makes relations. I can tell. As of late, you test my patience, babe. I'm hoping all is well. Even though I love to stay, but see, I can't. I'm on the run. Though this may be more than sex. It's nothing more than fun. Why you gotta act like that? Like you don't know the facts like that. Never been yours and you never been mine. I was purring the engine, lighting the ism, made a left on mission, 420 Another brother from the pie, Andre DeMar Avenues. Oh. I say I'm gifted, everyday Christmas, I need a witness, I want a family, I need a business, I'm with the business, that's how you gotta be, when you from round here, cause it goes down here, that just go round here, pull it that loud here, they pull the shit though, that's what I do know, first you get you home, then put your crew on, can't always look for, somewhere to from, or someone to shoot home, can't always do wrong, sometimes you just gotta go right, know you got through the night to the daylight, couple bees across the state line, made the place so now you lay low, the price is hiding down in the south, gotta get it how you say so, never ever let the faith roll, fuck a bad hand, I'm a crab ass, kick your rhymes like a roundhouse, nigga, in the field you always roundhouse, niggas, make a meal before I bow out, nigga, 50 plus before I fouled out, nigga, uh. Made a couple racks off psychedelics, then put that back in a flipping relish. Now let us relish in the moment, cause it might not be there in the morning, and it might not be there when you want it. Gotta work for it, nigga. Now you know I'm talking about the glory. Right. I know you seen your bitch on my story. She keep looking down like how many stories. Don't worry, baby, just don't fall. I don't catch feelings, that's your fault. I'ma tell you like I told them all. Right. Bitch, I got a phone call. I gotta make a flip and get broke off. On the screen like golf cars. I be getting bitches like Walmart. Y'all all sound like Walmart. I was overtime when y'all called off. I be in these streets, no sidewalk. I don't want your bitch unless you work hard. Right on. Wait. Nothing short of amazing, I already made it. You too complacent, we chasing this greatness and stacking this paper. Wait, do you want a ring or do you want a bar? Huh? Do you want the piece or do you want it all? Wait, I only ask because I have a pass. And I need a passport with infinite stance. Once again, that was Andre DeMar, Pistol McFly with Avenues. You can cop that off that blue Dodger fitted, but we ain't done. Felix the first, talk to him. Little niggas really want at me. Look, I'm still doing up Cali. Gingerbread man can't catch me. Flex up like they really move Pali. I don't want it's just at me. I just want money that's calm. Teenage never worry about at me. I ain't never been with a buddy. She calm, so I added to the tally. Madison Button calling her Maddie. Like, match try. 
say me the addy. What's the right that I left at the alley? The alley. Like, Dre don't look too shabby. Jordy think come from the valley. Like, I just wanna play with that funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I really wanna play with that pussy. She, baby, she give me the wet. I made that pussy, she squat. Tell her feelings go fast. She wanna tell me she love me. I tell her I'm cool, so I tell her to squat. Yeah, my little bitch do the duck. She didn't want hate me, she no, like no, no, yeah. Like Dre too forward, Dre too baited, Dre too nuff. Like Dre too nuff. Keep on assuming I don't correct. I call your bluff. Like, I call your bluff. Y'all think they're nice? Mm, they're nah, nice. you ain't buff. Like, you ain't buff. You looking rough? Like, you looking rough? So just give me the stuff. Like give me the stuff. She moving forward, she ain't important. Give me the love. Like give me the love. Like bitch, I want cutting this something you got for me, baby. What's up, baby? What's up? I want a pussy, see, baby. Let me come and just fuck it up. She don't know what I'm about. Let me give you a head Let me just give you the. Dre the best, Dre the best. Say it with chest, <coughs> grabbing her breast. Ooh, yeah. Let me caress, and let me caress. No, she ain't under the rest. No, no, she ain't feeling no stress. No, 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 no. I'm like, come here, baby, sit on my lap, run your hand through my dress. Bitch, uh, I, I don't smoke Tim Tim in it. Oh my god, yeah, I'm 40 today. It's crazy. I bet. <laughs> I actually like getting older. Because it feels like the older I get, the younger the guys are. Yeah. <laughs> that come up to you on a street. This guy came up to me, I knew he was way too young for me. I said, how old are you? He said, I'm 19. I was like, oh. <laughs> I think that's why they call it a cougar. I was like, no. <laughs> he said, well, how old are you? I said, I'm like 20 years older than you. He said, well, how old is that? I'm like, if you can't... <laughs> If you can't crack that code, I can't, I can't fuck you. Why are you still here? Get out of my bed. <laughs> okay, one more time, but you probably don't know how many that is. Okay, get out. <laughs> I don't mind admitting my age. I'm 40 as fuck. I don't mind admitting that. I know that there's a lot of women that feel nervous about saying how old they are because we're supposed to compete with younger women, but I don't feel like doing that. Here's how I feel. If I'm crossing the street next to a 21-year-old girl and I'm 40 and we both get by a truck at the same time, we both die at the same moment, I win. <laughs> well, I mean, why are we letting them lie to us? If my age was a video game, I got the high score. <laughs> That's why I'm excited that there's a new generation of children that get to choose their own gender. I'm so excited about that because I have a 13-year-old daughter, I think. I don't know. <laughs> She hasn't told me yet. I'm excited to find out if I was right. <laughs> I'm gonna take her to 99 cent store. I'm gonna get her a balloon. It's gonna say, it's a girl, or it's a boy, or if she wants to be Don Jenner, it's gonna say, you're here, I don't care. <laughs> I just wanna be able to respect her choices. I'm a little nervous if she chooses to be non-gender because like, what if she gets kidnapped? How will I describe her? <laughs> to the police in like a respectful way. I'm like, uh, well, they were over there and now they're gone. <laughs> the cops are like, how many children did you lose? I'm like, they started off as one. That's, that's your first clue. <laughs> I want to get gender right in this new time, but you guys, gotta let me be middle-aged, <laughs> right? When I was younger, my grandma couldn't even get to my name. She would go through all the other women's name in the house, right? Let me get to your gender, because my grandma doesn't even know me. She would be like, Rachel, Leah, Carol. I'd be like, there's no Carol. <laughs> She'd be like, Spunky? I'm like, that's the beagle. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> 
I actually, I, I don't understand homophobia. I don't understand it because I understand if it's against your book, but why do people get so angry about it? That's the part I don't get. Like people say stuff like, you're gonna burn in hell. I'm like, yeah, but why are you so mad? <laughs> Isn't that what you want? <laughs> Have you thought about it? What do you want? Would you rather all the gay people walk around pretending to be straight until they die and go to heaven like we made it? <laughs> We're all here now, and we're going to fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. We didn't know how we were going to get up here. This is nice. It's so soft, and there's already rainbows. We don't have to change anything. I try to think about what God's pitch was to the angels when he decided to make people. What did he tell them? He had to explain it to these beings, right? So he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them eat food. They won't be immortal like us. And they're like, okay, well, how does that work? He's like, I'm going to give them a hole. And they're like, all right. So the food goes in the hole, and then they're fed. And he's like, nah, I'm going to give them another hole. So they're like, okay. The food goes in a hole, and it drops out of the hole. What are they, they eat that food? He's like, nah, I'm going to make that food nasty. <laughs> and the angel's like, okay, uh, you can do whatever you want, but what if we don't want to make them anymore? How will they make themselves? He's like, ugh. I'm going to give them a tinier hole, and they're going to put in a bigger hole, and there's going to be a hole in the back. They're not supposed to use that, but they will. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> the angel are like, they sound disgusting. They sound gross. <laughs> Do whatever you want, but we got to warn you, if you keep giving them all these holes, <laughs> we're going to call you the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Gotta love it, gotta love it. But once again, that's Khalees Hawkins. Oh, oh, and not to forget who you with. You rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, coming from the land of sugar free. So you know it's nothing sweet and everything's nice. And I'm accompanied with my guest, Ashley Maddow. Most of the stuff on here I do for me. You don't have to participate, but if you enjoy it, Thank you. I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but before the break, uh, you had mentioned you're also a producer out here in these streets. You're not just telling jokes. You produce what show again? Backyard Comedy Battle. And what's and like, it's not your average type of comedy show, right? What's what's? Um, give get, me some deets. We got some. Um, we let the um comedians freestyle over a beat a little bit for a while. Um, right there. All right. Yeah. So we get like um, I get two comedians. They come up, they do their set for about 10, 15 minutes. And then um, I'll call them both back up and they'll freestyle over like a dope beat for like 30 seconds. And then we have the audience vote. It's four rounds total. And then whoever wins get like a little trophy. OK. Yeah. I like that. So what inspired that whole concept of a show? Uh, because I was just on the Internet freestyling. All the time. Oh, you got them bars. <laughs> I mean, something like that. You know? oh, oh, I don't write. It's just mostly off the top of the dome with it. She was next to Eight Mile. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that Eight Mile water, my guy, in that Seven Mile water, and now right. she got a hot sixteen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. like, when it came to organizing it and whatnot, what has been some of the, like the the toughest parts of producing the show? Because it's not easy just to get no. together a group of people and, and a show like that. What's been some of the the um, toughest parts so I guess far? The the toughest thing is really. Um, you know, getting quality comedians who um, who's going to show up, you know, and not cancel oh, the day of cancellation. Yeah. Ooh, speak um, on it. But it's, <laughs> I mean, that, that 
that only happened at the beginning, but it's been great ever since. And just promoting, making sure we get a good crowd for the comedians. You know, mm-hmm. um, I like an audience who come to laugh. You know, where they listening, they they in tune, and they they want to be there. That's best for the com- comedians. And I try to make it where. Um, the comedians get enough time, you know, because traffic in LA is bad. Yeah. So you know, if they can rock out for 10, 15 minutes, that's good. But short enough where the audience can see all the comedians. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets seen. Wow, you said something crazy to me earlier, right now. So you're a producer that mm-hmm. produces shows, and you promote. Mm-hmm. Is it a bringer? Uh. You don't have a bringers? Wait, hold on, wait. I'm trying to wrap my head around this real quick. You're a producer in LA that produces a show and you promote it? Yeah, I promote it myself. Wow. Yeah. And it, you don't have to bring nobody. And um, sometimes I'm able to pay the comedians, you know, just give them like a little gas money, which is cool. Like, Hold on, wait. You're a producer in LA that promotes their shows and pays the comedians? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. But in 2022, it's going to be even better. Oh, well, because be, I can, can, pay can, you some, can, you, can you drop some, some salt? Well, you know, so I've been doing the stocks, you know, um, for for a little while mm. and I've been getting better at it. So now I'm, I could I could really pay like I could really pay the comedians for their time, you know, to come out, which it's just dope. You know, just treat them the way I want to be treated. That part. That's going to be so dope. Right. Like 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, you know, depending on, you know, what you do. Because I'm going to revamp the show a little more. We'll have like a feature comedian that'll come and do like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then pay them good. You know, so I'm excited for next year. Wow. Is there like, how do people get a hold of this information to check out one of these shows? Um, I have a, um Instagram page. It's Backyard Comedy Battle. Okay. Um, Actually, the shows used to be free. Um, but now I charge now it's only eight bucks and we have um, That's not bad. cheap drinks gotta have the drinks though cheap drinks very cheap double shots and amazing food and the atmosphere it's beautiful there it sounds like a good time I've seen footage I haven't uh, uh, I haven't been able to go or attend because mm-hmm. at times it just don't work out for me but I have seen the footage it does look well lit and the audience looks warm comfortable and having yeah, fun it's, it's so fun I just love it I love it. Once again, that's Backyard Comedy Battle. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we vibing now. We See this? This is a unity. This is a unity. Hey, so what was your rap name? My rap? I, I, I had no rap yeah, name. Yeah, no I was just, just, really just, just going crazy on it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, make no I, tracks. Ain't no, no, tra- ain't, ain't no hit it, Ash. No. Ash, Ash tracks out there. <laughs> It's not. It's Ash just, M. All about the M's <laughs> coming my way of seven mile. <laughs> I don't think I would ever say anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a little nicer with it, but it's Ash and Ketchup. Pokemon? Because you're going to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just I was just proud because you know I tend to find out that a lot of comedians, mm-hmm. a lot of comedians have some type of musical background, be it oh, vocals yeah. or or instruments. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know if that's like a landmark foundation for comedians, but I don't. That it seems it seems you. like it's a. I say I, I don't want to generalize, but I would say about 70 percent of the comedy scene be- can do something musically. Yeah, be it make beats or. I mean that's dope. That's dope. That, why aren't we dropping more mixtapes out here? I don't know. We should be getting endoscope deals. We should. We should. 
So uh, I think I started was me start and Ashley. Label. Oh, oh, just me. And, yeah. uh, you start I, your own label and sign. Oh yeah. Rapping comedians. What's up? You want you want Jermaine Dupree to brat this shit? I'll be the first one. Oh, here. that's my fire. Like my... leader. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I be getting emails, bro. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. time uh, they actually have to call. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. You know, FCC like guidelines. Uh, yeah. Lose licenses and. Right. I understand. No, but hey, so coming into comedy, were there any comedic stand-up comedic influences you had growing up or was it just something you personally was like i'm gonna give this a shot i mean of course you know watching tv like martin like when oh. i watch um martin lawrence um you so crazy stand up okay i was young it was yeah. it came on hbo and mm-hmm. i saw that and i couldn't believe it and i remember stand up every night for it seemed like a year to catch it again and it, it, years passed and i saw it again i was amazed and i was like i'm gonna I'm do it but never had the guts, you know, because I took communications class and would d- be sweating and dang near about to pass out in class. Uh, what? Yeah. So even doing comedy now, I still be surprised that I could stand in front of an audience. Yeah, because you, you don't know. show no, uh, I don't want to say no fear, but you don't show no like, mm, I'm nervous. Uh, inside, I'll be dying. Uh, hey, I, I could <laughs> definitely relate. Inside, I'll be dying. But um, as far as like comedians from like Detroit, that really inspired me would be Kool-Aid, who um, passed okay. maybe two yeah. years ago. He was on tour with Lil Duvall. Yeah. And Mike Larry, Josh Adams, and Coco, Shawnee D. Those are some dope comedians from Detroit. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Do you think in your stylings, you incorporate any of the magic you've seen from them? Uh, no. Not no. just 100%? Yeah, just me. It's just me doing my thing. But... um just watching them, it, you know, make me feel free to just, just be myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they all are themselves, you know, their own style of comedy. That part. That part. But, you know, ten, people tend influences. Not yeah. like taking, uh, like, uh, maybe the wrong uh, No, I mean, I, I think, no. No? No. Hey, I like that. I like that because that means you could absorb art. And still stand by right. your own art. Yeah. And I think, uh, especially in this city, it's kind of hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. And I, I, I hear stories of people stealing jokes. No, it's not just stories. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it. I've never seen it. So you, when I hear the stories, I think it's so unreal. If you ever want to start hearing mics for a reason, that would be the so good reason. Yeah. <laughs> find, you'll find you'll you'll find some jokes stolen. Easy. And people always contributed to like uh, like minded like process of thoughts but some stuff is like ah but it's his cadence my g yeah see (laughs) i don't even want to say or hint around anything that you know like the premise it's just kind of it's close you know i don't even want to do nothing like that but i see it often so getting out here uh you do are you a male woman um, I used to carry mail, but I work inside now. But I do work at the post office here. Yeah. Oh, how was that? How was the experience of carrying mail? I always want. I never knew anyone who it did it. It was fun. It was fun. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I loved it. Being outside, dealing with customers, um, running from the dogs. You um, actually, had, you actually have to run from dogs like that. That's your. Hey, I've been beat before. Me. I've been bit before. Oh, I've. Man, you gotta you have to be in tune because if you got like headphones on, which I've had headphones on, no satchel, no mace, just out there, and uh, you will get got. 
Yeah, we get got. Uh, it was a dog so big one time. <laughs> I thought it was a human in a costume. The way he would, he, we was eye to eye, and I was like screaming for help. I mean, stepping back, screaming. I found a shovel and I was just swinging that mud like this, screaming for help. It was so big. Oh man! If you're listening to this now, be sure you got some milk and cookies for for your for your postal service worker because yeah. they be going out. They out here going through it. And it's Christmas. They accept tips. So hey, so your job can accept tips? Yeah, I mean I don't know if we suppose. I mean everybody okay. I know we accept. My mom make like five hundred to a thousand dollars on her route every year. Wow! Even got ho- trips to Hawaii. You know I make in the right hundred, route. Yeah, you know, on the right route. Yes. Do, so do the routes consistently change? Um, or are you assign if, like, if you're kind of new, but if you're if you've been there for a minute, you, nine times out of ten you have your own route. Dang. Yeah, so you get you get familiar with your customers. They they grow to love you. You know, you looking out for them, delivering their packages, giving their checks early. So they show you love. And does the energy you spend at work ever affect what you're trying to do creatively? Only if you overwork. But, okay. But um, you get a lot of a lot of material to write. You know. I, I bet. I bet on that. Yeah. I bet. So I mean, it's dope. I I, I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Uh. You said that you'd be nervous on the inside. So on your first time doing comedy and you got your first big laugh, mm-hmm. what was that blowback like? I mean, getting a, getting a laugh is just a, it's just amazing. It just, it could take everything away. You mm-hmm. know, when, when you're nervous and you get that first laugh, it's great, you know, which is crazy. The smaller the shows, the more nervous I am, right? Mm-hmm. I did Laugh Factory first impressions and no nervousness at all. Hmm. None. I was just like 100% prepared And it was like I was just supposed to be there But then I had a show maybe two days later Stomach bubbling, sweating And it felt like hmm. I was about to pass out <laughs> It's crazy Yeah, I don't know So is there like any any mode where you're just like Like do you have like a mantra you tell yourself to chill it out Or you just say bump it, we going um, up I just be like I'm, I'm going out to have fun I'm about to just have fun okay. and That helps sometimes But that's about it I feel. Yeah. So is the overall goal with stand-up comedy to do stand-up, or do you hope to transition into other elements? Because I know on your page you're very active with different characters. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm writing a script right now um, for the post office right now. Which <laughs> it would be like a little series where I'll be, of course, a mail carrier and just taking the um, the audience through different, um, you know, whatever mail carriers deal with, with crazy customers, um, packages, you know, everything we have to deal with. It's going to be a dope little series. Wait, you saying you're getting a corporate check for comedy right now? Huh? You're getting huh? a little corporate check for no, comedy? Um, no, I ain't getting no, no. No, yeah. I'm just doing this solely by myself. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and just going to work with some close friends who, um, on the back end, who um, record and, you know, just, you know, you had that team, you know, kind of like Issa Rae. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. You know, uh, I was talking to a friend. She said somebody recorded her skit and charged her two hundred dollars. How long was the skit? How long was the skit? I don't know. Whatever it was, is it couldn't have been done on the iPhone. Yes, that's why I'm like, why would you? Was it a special effect? I don't know. I wouldn't. (laughs) I haven't paid for anything out here as far as nothing like that. Wow. Hey, much, much, much power on that one. Mm Mm-mm. 
you just must be a really good person because <laughs> cats be running up that bill when you ask them to do stuff out here. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mess with them. I like to work with people who like to work for free and, um, you know, who I guess got mutual respect for me, you know. Um, I'll show you love because I don't look to get paid. I just want to help my friends get on and we create because that's where, the, you know, we keep creating, we'll be seen and we'll make the money, mm, you know. I feel Hearing all this Christmas music, are you going back home for the holidays? No, I'm not. I'm going actually to Atlanta to do some shows. Hey, yeah, stay working. Yeah, she was, she was like, <laughs> family go away. I know it has some Christmases. I love the family, but I can't. I, no, I gotta travel more. You know, I've spent time with the family my whole life. I feel that. You know, I feel that every year on the same day. The same people. Oh, that's kind of what the ho- that holiday. I mean, <laughs> it is. But I'm, I'm kind of over it. I, don't, I feel. I feel. Know, yeah, I'm, I want to do other things. I want to travel. You know what I'm saying? That part, I do feel that. Out the country, have some fun, see something different, get some life experiences instead of just saying, "Yeah, I was with mommy, I was with the family." Mm. 2020, 2021, 2020, every every year. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where have you traveled as of yet? Uh, recently, Costa Rica. Uh, just came back from Cancun. And oh man. snap! I wasn't monitoring. We could probably be back. To <laughs> <that comedy. laughs> when I had her, I was an alcoholic. Yeah, that's how I, you know. People should be easier on alcoholism. If it wasn't for drinking, I would have never met my daughter. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when she was a baby and uh, I would be hung over. She would come up to me with her empty bottle and hit me in my face. She'd be like, Mama, Wawa. I was like, yeah, me too, bitch. What? I was drinking all night. What are you doing? <laughs> but as, I, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more responsible. You know, I don't drink as much anymore. <laughs> a friend of mine got really drunk a couple weeks ago and I was like, I gotta take your car keys. I can't let you drive like this. So I drove us back to my apartment. I was like, I gotta give you back your car keys. <laughs> you can't stay here. <laughs> Being responsible. <laughs> I live in a one bedroom apartment in Jersey City. so. If my daughter ever wondered if she was an accident, all she had to do was count the bedrooms. <laughs> there's, there's just enough bedrooms for everybody who planned on living there. She's unplanned. <laughs> I know there are a lot of women who will plan for motherhood. They'll do stuff like they'll, they'll freeze their eggs till they're ready to have babies. I wish I could do that now with my 13-year-old daughter. I wish I could freeze her <laughs> until I'm ready to be her mom. <laughs> I'll wake her up and thaw her out in 10 years. I'm like, hey, wake up. You're late. <laughs> it's hard enough to have one child. I can't even imagine having two childs by accident. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> Two childs. <laughs> Bitches be having seven childs. <laughs> there were like, there were like three years in a row. There were like three years in a row that my daughter would ask for her birthday, she would ask me for a twin. Yeah. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot. Cause you don't, 
Could you imagine if I could give that to her? I was like, happy birthday. Remember how mommy told you to stay away from this closet door? Happy birthday. Come on out, it's your birthday too. What are you doing? We got Travi McCoy with Love Me Back to Life, baby. And once again, you listening to the Comedy Club. Oh, oh, I was so full of doubt when she slid me out. I was down like a wounded soldier. She messed with my head and left me for dead and sent me a text. It was over. Now I couldn't stay. She tossed that grenade And I ran and dove cover So God bless the day You pulled me out of that grave And showed me lovers don't have to suffer I woke up I was down I knew something wasn't right I was stuck Till you came around Could you love me Your lips are like wine, your eyes are divine, your sins so intoxicated. I'm drunk on your smile, and it's been a while since. Does your skin zip up like a sweater? King Mala with Golden Retriever Boy. Dressed like a good boy, you're so clever In your rosy-colored glasses, tongue sweet like molasses Aren't you tired always playing the part? Breaking my heart, right from the start Golden retriever boy Thank you. 
sunshine by King Part. Oh, it's very LA in here. I remember when she was, she first went to preschool when she was three years old. I signed her up on the list and the guy was looking at her name. He's like, A-S-H-A, that's a pretty name. He tried to call her over. He's like, Asha, you have a pretty name. Come here, Asha. And she just ignored him in the corner. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God. It's just that you're pronouncing it wrong. It's actually, it's pronounced a The last part was silent. <laughs> I I never I never spanked her actually. I, I used to fantasize about it though. I made a mistake. I should have spanked her, but I didn't. I, I I wanted to though. I just wanted her to still want to be my friend, you know? What I wanted to do was I wanted to sneak up behind her while she was in the middle of doing something bad. I would just want to smack her in the back of her head. I wanted her to be so surprised that she turned around and she saw me standing there. She's like, oh, thank God. 
Mommy, you're here. Something just smacked the shit out of me. I'm like, oh my God, let's go find out who did it. It's probably your grandma. And now she's 5'7". That's too tall, right? For a 13-year-old, that's too tall, right? And because I didn't spank her, she doesn't respect me. The other day, I tried to tell her to take a shower, and she's like, no. And I was like, I tried to nudge her towards the bathroom, and she just leaned back and stared at me. I couldn't move her. I was like, oh, shit. Am I going to have to fight this bitch? Because you don't understand, they all start off as innocent, vulnerable babies. But then people change. Now she's just some dude in my kitchen (laughs) being very intimidating, and she stinks. I'm scared of her. She's, she's tall enough to ride a roller coaster ride. I don't know what to do. But she's mean now. The last time we were on a roller coaster, she had been so mean to me. You know how, like, sometimes you'll be on a roller coaster and the adrenaline will start going, you're whipping around, and you remember a news article you read where somebody flew off a roller coaster. It was the first time in my life I was like, I hope it's her. <laughs> but I... <laughs> But I, I immediately corrected it. It was only for a moment. It was just a thought. Because, and then I tried to like lie to myself about it. I was like, because, you know, if, what if I survive? And then I'm in so much pain, they put me on opioids. That's, that's a crisis. I wouldn't want to raise my kid addicted to opioids. It's a, fuck, it's a weird name, first of all. Opioids looks like a word scramble somebody just gave up on. They could have they called it anything else with those letters. They could have went into dopios. Isn't that nice? <laughs> then we'd have a real crisis. I feel bad for those poor drug dealers who had to try to sell drugs to cool kids, and they're like, you want some opioids? It's like, no, sir. You got any dopios? <laughs> dopios sound heart healthy and delicious. <laughs> That's what they told us they were. <laughs> and just like that, we're back. Oh, we. Oh, we. And, you know, right before we left on the break, listening to the music and the, the comedy, you, you're really about the business. I love that. You know, that's that's really some head strongness. Uh, do you ever find being solely about business and comedy ever takes away from the love that you have from the craft? Mm, no, I wouldn't say no. I just, I just love comedy, you know. I just really love it. I like, I like doing it all. Some producing shows. Sometimes I just be like, no, I don't want to do it this month. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not that fun until you're actually in it. You know, the day of. But um, no, I just love everything surrounding comedy. Really. Okay. Okay, so what would be the ending for you on your journey? I know it's young right now, mm-hmm. but how would you picture it all ending for you? Mm, besides death. Um, oh, yeah, that's that's like giving. <laughs> that's like playing geometry, you know, it's the f- first proof. <laughs> You're going to die. I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know. Just probably just being crazy rich and um, accomplishing everything, you know, got maybe some TV shows and um, made it with stand-up. Okay. You know, I don't know. That's a good question. Do you ever find that your definition of making it is changing or is it still the same perception you had when you started? No, it's de- it, it definitely changed as I get older and um, accomplish new goals and um, see other experiences and know what else is out there. You know, it's like it's so it's so much to do. You know, you can never do enough. So much to learn. So can you ever truly make it then? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you're just doing what you love, I think. Doing like what you really love and getting compensated for it, you know. I think that's making it. Yeah, you know, we gotta be rich. Getting getting gas money for the destination, yeah. right? Yeah. Can't be too mad about that. You don't ever find yourself stressing out like, oh, I gotta I gotta knock this out in like three months or <laughs> no. I, do you ever give yourself those type of goals no. where I don't stress about nothing really. Uh-huh. I don't. It's like no, no. Because I, I mostly work on my own time, you know. And um uh, I don't commit to something that I don't wanna do. I don't mm-hmm. do things that I don't want to do. So if I if I say I'm gonna do it, it's going to get done, you know. But I really don't stress about much. No, oh, I like that. I need some of that zenness. I got you. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> That's how zen it is. And come on, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Emails. No, but in <laughs> what ways would you like to surpass your idols? Um, Man, when you think about, like, when I think about Kevin Hart, I just think, like... Whoa, okay, you want to go that? Okay. I mean, like, when I just think about him, I'm like, this guy is ridiculous. Like, he don't stop. Ever. He don't stop. And he actually laid the foundings for a lot of us to enter into new avenues. Exactly. Like, things that you probably never even thought of doing. I didn't know I could be a stand-up comedian with my own shoe. Man. I mean... I, I want a Nike, though. <laughs> I never wanted it before, but now... <laughs> I was like, oh, that's possible. I mean, it's cr- it's crazy the level he's on. And you know, Dave Chappelle is great, but Kevin is... As business, yeah. <sighs> I mean, business-wise, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, so, he, yeah. I mean, and that, that, that hunger and that, that want and that drive constantly, like all these years and still want more. More. Still want more? Like, heck yeah. That's who I look up to, like... As far as like comedy business, okay, like, yeah. Sure. So you want to surpass Kevin Hart how and everything in all aspects? I mean, yeah, because I mean he was doing shows at in stadiums, football stadiums. I know, right? Like when Chase I first saw game. that, I'm like, what? He made Dave Chappelle was like, I could do that. <laughs> Dave Chappelle do say himself, but at first right. he was like, I could do that. That's what I'm saying. Like things that you never even thought you could do, you know. What would be your 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 tell sign of like, all right, I'm close to getting it. Not that you got it, but you were like, oh, okay, I'm on the cusp. I think just um just people knowing who I am, you know. Okay. And um like wanting to see me perform or in any type of element, you know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the sign. So y'all need to start recognize Ashley out in these streets, yeah. so she know she doing the because once you get recognized, and it's like once you on, you can't get off unless you do something just ridiculous. True, and even then, the ridiculousness might amplify you a little right. bit, right? And then right. people, you know, the attention span so short. So if you mess up, you know, they only talking about it for a few days, if that. But, um, man, yeah. Getting that recognition Okay Yeah the recognition What do you think Is going to be your first purchase When you get that check Um, Maybe a driver Getting a driver Oh you overdrive it That's all all I think about LA LA do that to you (laughs) I'm like I cannot wait to hire a driver I ain't trying to park no more Man A driver and somebody To massage me in the morning it's a it's a all it's an all delicate life yeah you know, i don't even want much but just something simple i'll probably be rich in the same little place i'm in now okay you know i just really want a driver that's it that's, that's it. 
We, we, we don't really want them ends. We just need a driver. I feel it, though. It is about the simplest things Man, in life. Yeah, I swear. Yeah. I keep low-key. I bet most people had drivers that would ease their day. Yeah, yes. I know. When I make Ubers go through LAX for me, and I feel fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stress out about not a day. They go the way to the airport. I was exactly. like, hey. Woke up like, you're here. Am I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they get out and they get your luggage you're for right. you. Like, oh. Yeah. Thank you. Imagine. And then I don't tip, you know? <laughs> Even better. Even better. <laughs> Your company got you. <laughs> you got benefits, right? Right. <laughs> well, hopefully the next person tip. But on on your way, you know, we all as sharp as we all are, there's always uh area areas where we can improve. What are some talents you look forward to improving on? Writing. You're getting better at writing because Writing, what do you mean? Writing how? Like, because, like, if you ever see my skits, I don't write none of those. It's just off the top of the head, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the post office series would be the first thing. It's the first time I'm ever actually writing, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Besides stand-up, I wrote a few jokes. But most times, I just get up there and try something. And um, if I record it, then I could keep working on it. But um, getting better, just getting better at writing and performing, you know, as an actor, as a stand-up comedian and just um you know showing up for my peers you know i want to give you know help them wherever i can for free i really want to you know i i i look you dead in the eyes as you said that and i honestly believe that and honestly that's kind of what this show is is kind of for high key low key is this because i feel like the la comedy scene actually needs a community to it or something yeah. to resemblance, but there's not really many people out here that might have the best of interest mm-hmm. out here for everyone. Because, you know, I mean, it's L.A., bro. Right. It's, it is what it is. Right. But it is dope to to, to sit across from someone that, that sees like, yeah, we, yeah. we need like a form of community and, and some 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 good hearts out here because uh it's kind of it's the best way. It's the best way to come. Up. I really I really believe that, you know, just putting in that work together. Um, you got somebody who do the acting, somebody that got already got the camera. Like I, sh- I shot a whole series that's on Amazon, and we didn't come out no money, but to you know maybe feed some people. But we found people like on, uh, like Facebook that actually just wanted to work yeah. and wanted to work for free. They didn't ask for no money; they just wanted to work, and it came out great. We shot for like six months and didn't have to spend no money. See. See. Until the end, you know, when we had to get some editors and stuff, but it was amazing. I'm going to go back to the comedy scene again, not to rag on it, but you got to criticize it a bit. Now, again, like, like, again, I'm not going to generalize, but I'll say again, 65% to 70% of people are good at music. Mm-hmm. The other, the other one of them really know that video editing mm-hmm. stuff. And with all of us out here and we're all out here, like for the same, same reasons, whether it's the linear path or whatever, it's the same reason. Mm-hmm. And we all have these multitude of talents and resources I don't understand the nature of being stingy with it and us not working together. Cause like, like there's, I'm, I'm not gonna be naming names and stuff, but there's certain groups and there's certain people out here that that can hook hook up hook some of our fellow comics up with a nice headshot or like yo bro or not not even shoot it for him, but like yo when you do the skit, information free. Yeah, there's cats out here that could drop. Like I feel like in this climate, everyone's withholding gems, and I don't really get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. You could be on Instagram, you ask somebody like, "Dang, where you get that shirt from?" They would never answer the question, but answer everybody else that's around them like that shirt dope. Yeah, but you can't tell me 
Like we ain't going to be in the same place maybe, but people don't want to share. They don't want to give no information, but the people who do it for free, those are the ones who win. If you see that them part. people on the internet who giving out how to get into stocks, how to do this, those are the ones who are winning. Yeah. Give it helping is at the end of the day. That's what that is our, our goal as society is just to help. It's not even really to, I mean, we got to be cordial, but even that matters to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Most times you could be like, eh. Bump right. this person, but <laughs> at the end, you could bump a person and still help a person. You, for sure, I got people that I. Sh- sh- it's a comedian. I shot her whole little web series for free. That's wild. For free, use my camera. She all she had to do was buy a memory card. I edited it and everything, and it was just. It was my pleasure. Nice. It was my pleasure. It was dope. It was fun. I see, so if you're out there, whatever community you're at. <laughs> be it LA or be wherever you're hearing this at no you have available resources within y'all gotta be cool you gotta start recognizing it's a it's a, it's community mm-hmm. you know I don't wanna say family cause I don't like most of these cats yeah. it's fair though it's but, community for sure but it's a community and no community can't thrive without help man man pull together resources I don't know though I like that yeah you're a genuine person, Ash. Thank you. You're dope. I appreciate it. You know what my favorite statement from you was? What? I don't like to indulge in miscellaneous conversation. I really do not. Oh my goodness! I was like, "Whoa!" You know how much pressure that took <laughs> off of me because, like, people people force you. Well, I don't feel like people force you, but a lot of people like you're not going to engage with me, and I don't want to be disrespectful. But it's like some some thoughts need to stay to me. Yeah. And I don't need an opinion on. Yeah, and I don't want nobody to feel pressure. You know, sometimes it's just best just to just chill out and just enjoy the the quietness in the space. You know. Really though. Yeah. Like, I wonder what that is for people who can't enjoy silence. I don't know. I don't know, but um, I enjoy it. That's why I love living alone. You live alone? Yes. Dang, I need to go work at the post office. Yes. You ain't got no roommate. I ain't got. Since I moved here, I ain't had no roommate. You ain't never had a roommate. Heck, you know. All right, we're going to run that back. <laughs> this is a producer in L.A. that wants to help comedians, that pays them gas money, and she ain't never, and she promotes her own show. It's not a bringer, and she ain't never had a roommate. Never. Who are you? <laughs> I'm blessed. That part. Speak on that. Speak on that. Because uh, you already know what the tall tale says. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, man. All right, so you ain't never had no one just take your stuff, huh? Oh man, that's dope. Yeah, man. Just using your shampoo for no reason, nope. no, no God bless I ain't reason. Don't worry about that. I just go home in silence. Ooh. It's amazing, y'all. I know who my new idol is after this. What? You, my nigga. <laughs> y'all here living alone <laughs> with no roommates, <laughs> not a single Carmelita. <laughs> Cause they really hate when I use that one. I just caught it, right? I use right. that one. That's the one. That's the one I had to come in for. That's the one that got an instant call, and I just did it. Huh? Damn. It was light though. It's hard. It's I hard, know. you know, <laughs> because but they get it. They know I'm a comic out here. I'm new to this uh, public rate, uh-huh. you know. 
They get it. It just takes some practice. And you know, I'm only 13 episodes. Right. Man. <laughs> By the 15th, 17th one. I was thinking good. 50, but you're very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, nah, but you said uh end of this year you're ending it out in ATL, which again, yeah. congratulations. Because being a traveling comedian in the LA scene is very rare. So shout out for you to going out and putting the indulgence in that and making that move. But where are you gonna be at? Um, dang, I don't know. You know what? It's this girl off TikTok who was real big. Um, and she had posted this flyer and inviting people to her comedy show. And I was like, let me come, you know, do 10 minutes. And she wrote back and was like, and I was like, dang, that was easy. Yeah. You know, so in 2022, um, I actually, I just bought a flight pass for my friend where I could travel for free all year. Wow. 2022. How much are those? Um, I bought it for three thousand, and um, so that's what I'm gonna try to go on, like make some like little tour. You trying um, to share some resources? Huh? You, <laughs> you know how long I've been wanting that, and one of that's my friends like lick. Yeah, it's crazy. I had a friend who has it, and I offered to pay her thousands, you know, whatever she wanted, and she just was giving me a hard time talking about what can you offer me, and like, can I get some free rooms? I'm like, no, that's just a person in power. She know what she got over there. Yeah, that but now she missed out on the money. Yeah, that part. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's just sitting there. You ain't even got nobody to use it. Ego. Dumb. <laughs> Kill that. Yeah, but I got it, so I'm good. Okay, so are you going to, uh, have you tried to make any other further connections or how long is your stay while being out there? Uh, I'm going to just do um, like two two or three days and then um, I'll have a conversation with my friend. Try to get her like to be like an assistant type manager, you know, to use some good verbiage with some people so I can start getting book booking out like everywhere. So you understand the necess- the necessity of a team, right? Yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. That's the necessity saying. of a team. It I've works. I've been having conversations with people. It does work like that. It works just like that because I was following somebody who would post and I'm like, how is she getting these people? Well, how are these people performing at the Laugh Factory and the comedy store? I didn't understand it. And she would um, like kind of post some emails and I would just like screenshot it. And I'm like, it's the verbiage, mm-hmm. you know, how she talking. She probably don't know nobody, but she know how to talk. So I just got to get somebody who know how to talk for me and then we can start making moves. Oh, so if you're a publicist out there and you just happen to hear this and you're trying to come up and make these moves, Ashley is about that. And you need to go ahead and hit her where? Man, hit me up in my DMs on Instagram at YoungTender, Y-O-U-N-G, 1-0-D-E-R. Oh, let's keep it going with the comedy. Because my mom didn't talk to me about it. She didn't grow up on Ricky Lake. She didn't understand psychology. <laughs> like me. <laughs> I tried to tell my mom I was going to go to therapy for anxiety and depression. She got so excited. She was like, really, Khalees, all this time? We thought I was a bad mom, but something was wrong with you. <laughs> I told my mom I was going to try to go get antidepressants. She got so scared. She didn't want me to become like a school shooter. I was like, don't worry. I'm not going to drop back into college. You don't have to worry about that. And then she asked me to eat weed, which is like, you know, edibles. But my mom is a 72-year-old retired police lieutenant and an ex-dare cop. But now that she's older, she's using CBD oil for her pain. And she's confused and she's furious with the entire police force. She's like, all those years, we were locking up innocent people for having marijuana, now I find out it's good for my knees. (laughs) 
It's so fun to watch her grow. <laughs> weed. She's growing weed. In the basement with my brother, he was always there growing it. He's a criminal. <laughs> She's not a very good cop. <laughs> You're the worst mom. <laughs> you really, you really think about it. <laughs> you can't really call a mom from the 80s a bad mom, especially a single black mom with three kids. So she did as much as she could do. She always used to say stuff like, I don't need no man. That's what black women say. That's what I've said. We say that because we want something we can't have. We go, I don't need no man. And one day you wake up and nobody's there. You're like, oh shit, it worked. <laughs> I should have asked for something different. <laughs> this is black girl magic. <laughs> Yeah, my mom tried to raise me to be a strong, independent black woman, right? But she didn't tell me the side effects are loneliness and depression, because you could, you could be too strong. Like, I didn't know how to be on a date with a guy without feeling like uh, I'm begging from him, because I can take care of myself. But how do, how do you tell that to this person? You go, okay, you're gonna, your ego's gonna get hurt, but ugh, I hated ordering off the menu in front of his face. I'm like, could you buy me this Coke? But I felt like all he heard me saying is, ah, it's young man. <laughs> I'm a single independent woman. But I came on to stay for calamari. <laughs> That's how men make me feel. <laughs> oh, okay. I just heard like a Oh, let's get groovy. This is a classic Stolly. Spaceships and wood grain. Off that honest cowboy. I feel young again. Rowan. Male listening in the lab cabin. California smoke aroma filling up the cabin. Captain of the Eldorado riding through swagging. Don't really like that word, but it's fitting for this caption. Maxing, macking to these ladies when I'm passing. High yellow dark skin, they got them all packing. Pass the pack around and they got them all laughing. Joy riding 15s, beating out the back end. White walls and the tire slip. How a player crawl. Turn the cruising into a player's ball. Midwest nigga to the armor raw. Thicky shorts and Jordan Force. Nugget rings and Hammering bones, welcome to my terror Black magic, push a button, then the roof is gone. We've been black passing till the mound is gone. We just in our zone, vibe until we get home. Spaceship travels all the way into the early moan. And we ride till the wheels fall off. Rolling stone until the smoke all gone. Wood rain and the wheels all chrome. Roll one for my niggas that's gone. Ladies ride shotgun, I hate sitting at home. My niggas will pack the whip away, riding alone. This one's for y'all. <laughs> This one's for y'all. This one's for y'all. Spaceships and water. And of course, I got to bring you some more of my boys coming from the pie. This is Zen Soul with Art Types. Ooh. 
And you heard it at the comedy plug, baby. Again, this is in so they probably think I'm selling some drugs. They probably never been with a thug. Yo, I was ready to do anything to be your everything. Someone you love walking away is a scary thing. Some people chase happiness and some others shoot it. And if love was easy, they would almost be no music. You don't know what you have until you actually lose it. What you offer for what you're worth, never confuse it. Tell them to shut me out your life with a heavy door. The time we create heartbreak by expecting more. We never made the time we should have been connecting more. I learned that you could not. Coming from the pie, I got my boy David May, Waju Huss, coming home. Hey, watch me coast by, be right back in no time Till then it's go time, get it on my own time I ain't using formulas or calculated cosines Still I made it count, ay, go and do the math, add it up uh, Tired of barely having enough, I had enough, ay Made some magic stuff, then I packed my baggage up Got about to go and get the bag, I couldn't pass it up I'm thinking why not, we can't make time stop Won't let my grind stop, till I'm in a pine box Hey, it's a cold world, still I keep my rhymes hot Thought you seen it coming till I hit them in they blind spot. Hey yo, hope you ain't been tripping. I've been on the road tripping. I'll be home in a minute, coming soon. Hey, but the work is never finished. Gotta get right back to business. Shining all the time, like the sun and moon. Hey, had to take a detour. Another road, but I'll be there soon. I swear I'm coming home. Hey, make another stop. So I'm on the go. But no matter where I roll, I swear I'm coming home. 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 I roll around the block in the beige whip. Yep. It's a shark week. We on day six. Yep. I run it on the track like it's A6. Dinosaur ripples when the bass hit. Back okay. to the basics. A pair of half caps in the grass bag. Water from the blood sitting in the black jack. I had the diamond bag. The black man, sip a 40 ounces out the black bag. I met a girl, man, she love to play that 3-6. The wave was so tough, though, I left that chick C6. I need a leap, I need a 8-9. I think we had a brew. I think I need a whole case now. This for all the homies in the fly chicks. This that NBA draft back in nine. I'll be home after all the nonsense. Smoking weed, leave all my cash. Hey, 
another road, but I'll be there soon, I swear I'm coming home, make another stop, so I'm on the go, but no matter where I roam, I swear I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, if you need me, you can hit me, I'm running home, I said I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, if you need me, you can hit me, I'm running I know y'all loving the vibes. I know you feeling it right. There's only other place you can get it when you're not outside. And that's here. The comedy plug rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R. And once again, you know what it is. We play them jams coming from the pot. That's the homeland. We got that ho 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 for you. That's Khalees Hawkins coming off Khalees Hawkins' 48F. And we got that jazz. Come on, baby. Where else can you get some entertainment like that? Oh, yeah, here, because we also got interviews. Back to my guest, Ash. It has definitely been a pleasure having you on so far. I'm not wrapping it up, just saying, digging the vibe. And this, I, honestly, uh, this is the most uh, we got to sit down and actually have a, a rapport with one, yeah. one another. So, this is honestly like my first time meeting you, yeah, even right. though we have shows or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Boop, 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 boop. Right. But this is dope. You're a genuine person. I look forward to watching your growth and just seeing what more you come from. But, uh, like, talking about comedy and, and, coming coming in ending this year a lot a lot of hecticness has been surrounded about what comics are saying Mm -hmm. or how they're saying things (laughs) uh do you feel in any type of way that like comedians are currently losing their freedom of speech i mean i I would say yeah i guess just from the outside world you know because everyone's so sensitive and that honestly make me, you know, second guess myself sometimes of things yeah. to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because I like to get a little raunchy. You know, I like to talk about certain things. So, like, if I go to a show and I see, like, some old heads in there, I kind of get like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this joke tonight. Mm-hmm. But I do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask you, do you ever feel the need to uh, modify your sets when, when uh, I arrive? I, I probably would cut back on um, certain cuss words. Uh-huh. Um, but some cuss words have to be said. Um, one for sure, but probably just cut back on a little cussing. Um, but man, I think my comedy so funny. Sometimes I just it just don't matter. I just do it anyway because it really is an art to cussing or being uh raunchy as you say or vulgar. Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, a lot of people tend to do it over the top. Mm-hmm. I think that's where people get the confusion. Yeah. Like, we don't like vulgar. It's like, no, you don't like over top vulgarness. But there is a presentable palette uh, for for such things. Yeah. Uh, what you call it? Lost my question. Now I'm back in my head. But here <laughs> I am, back with the question. So, what things have you noticed, or in what ways have you noticed your persona has changed since uh, pursuing the life of entertainment? Have you gained any? additional qualities you might not have had before or have you lost qualities that you might have had before honestly i i still feel like i'm trying to figure out my persona persona on stage you know um the only thing i can say is i probably got a little more comfortable um with doing so many shows you know and having a little more confidence you know Mm -hmm. but other than that i still feel like i'm still trying to figure it out you know okay 
That is crucial. What about you? What about your persona on stage? My persona on stage is literally exactly this. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You saw me on stage. You see me yeah, now. It's pretty much. Was, a, yeah, it's not actually a persona. It's do just, you want it to be different, or you you want it just like how you are? Uh, honestly, I guess that's the part I'm trying to figure out. I'm just liking me. Mm-hmm. Like, but I do see how I could apply certain elements of me to to fit other things. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess try to utilize me more, and I guess that would be crafting the persona. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, nah. Like on stage, I re- I just rock, man. You know. Not like I just rock. I, I write my jokes mm-hmm. and all that. But, yeah, it really is me. It's just I got a lot of high energy. I flip in and out of voice. <laughs> <laughs> people, people think it's a persona. No, <laughs> it don't stop. <laughs> would you say, what type of comedian would you say you are? Like, oh, man, I've been definitely trying to figure that out. Uh, yeah. Because, like, I know in my earlier years, I tried to aspire to be, like, a Dave Chappelle-esque, but that's not me. That's not how I roll. Like, I learned that, like, early in the journey. I'm not going to never be like him. Never. (laughs) Fair, but for me, and truly for me, before the Chappelle show, that was was the guy I grew up with, like, because of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Okay. A lot of people forget that movie, but Uh that that was the first movie he was in, and Uh he was our chew hilarious to me you know and he had the pumps i had the pumps there was a lot going on in the 90s when i saw uh, it in right. theater you know so that's that's just mine but if i had to say anything uh i like to say uh, it's probably a little bit anthony joe's in it because uh it does oh my god i it, love him it does i don't even know other people really like black comedians know about him but he's gold. that's my g gold like especially the the same type of dark humor oh my god i love it yes. he's hilarious now I really look up to him because his style of comedy is just so different from a lot of people. Yeah, you know, and it's it's not like it's real dark humor and it's funny. It's really hilarious. That part and to get away with one liner so well. I love. I'm impressed by people who could do a one liner. Yeah, I'm me like, too. How? Me too. And I can listen to Anthony Jeselnik all day. And he fires. Amazing, amazing. What I mean, he killed one liner. Have you have you ever have you been able to see any of the comics? Any of the comics that you look up to? Like um, Justin like in person? Like no, I'm doing their thing. Oh, um yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I was actually supposed to go see Jess Hilarious tomorrow, but they postponed her show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. COVID. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I, maybe after I honestly think she didn't sell enough tickets. Yo, that's okay. What I, think it, I think that's what it was. Some some shows out here. <laughs> Don't don't match up. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think she didn't sell enough tickets, so they had to postpone it. Yeah. You know, but I was really looking forward to seeing her because I love her. Mm. Yeah. That part. China. Ah. I, I don't know. Like I got like these questions, right? Uh-huh. But I'm like, nah, do I gotta stick to these questions because I don't really know you, but I'm knowing you and I'm starting no, to like do, you. Do whatever you feel like, off the vibe. You know? I could just feel off the yeah. you ever play sports? I played sports like basketball, but I couldn't play like in high school because I grew up Jehovah Witness. So I couldn't. Yeah, I grew up Jehovah Witness. What was that like? Um, All right. First of all, can you break it down? What is a Jehovah Witness besides the people that wake you up? Are those the the people that wake you up? (laughs) It is the people that wake you up and harass you in the streets. Okay. Uh, But uh, a lot of people think that Jehovah Witnesses aren't aren't Christians, but they are. You know, they it's basically the same thing. It is Jehovah God. You know, we say Jehovah, you guys say God. And um, it's just more restrictive. 
I guess, you know. What were some of the restrictions that you, you know, was like, I course, can't like, tolerate no, this? No, I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't participate in no school activities, you know, like I couldn't play basketball. There's no Christmas, no birthdays, no holidays or any of that. You know, you couldn't even hang out with your friends, no worldly people. What was uh, the reasoning from the text for this? What you mean? Oh, the text of Jehovah, or what was like, you know, for the holidays? Yeah, for all like the holidays was supposed to be like that's supposed to be pagan, like just false worshiping. Hmm. Um, like Santa isn't real. Like, why are you celebrating Santa? Why are you celebrating? Or you know the Easter Bunny, all that stuff, and um, even birthdays. I guess they said Jesus didn't celebrate his birthday. Okay, you know, so they don't even see Easter. I don't want to say that, but the in the teachings, they don't, it's not perceived as Christmas being the, you know, no. like in Christianity, it's the day the Lord was here, and then Easter being like the day the God came back again. Nah, you know, but we would, I guess, because my parents, you know, we had they had kids or whatever, they would let us celebrate Christmas the next day or the day before, so not on the actual day. Okay. So I guess they, I guess they got think they getting away from sinning. <laughs> they do it the next day. <laughs> well, love, technically, it's the yeah. 26th. So I couldn't play sports like I wanted to, uh, but I mean, I love basketball. I collected basketball cards my whole childhood. Um, I thought, swear I was Michael Jordan. I yeah. swear. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I went. But um, you ain't never just, were you able to uh, hoop recreationally? Or I mean, just at home, like never? We had a basketball court in our backyard. Oh, but you couldn't just pop up to the park and just be like, yo, let's run fives. No. I mean, no, nah, because I couldn't. My dad was straight. We couldn't even leave off the, off the block sometimes. You know mm. what I'm saying? Or any of that. So I would just like play with my cousins. Basketball. Uh-uh. But I, I mean, I was a beast on the court. You know, I feel <laughs> like, man, if I could have played for real, it just, I don't know how my life would have turned out. It would have been much different. How about now, though? I mean, I'm not saying you could go pro, but there's still recreational leagues. There's still courts. I mean, there's no, little... I don't even watch basketball on TV now. Uh, no, I feel that. Yeah. It's too busy, right? It's yeah. hard to watch TV. It's, I don't, yeah, I don't even watch TV. Oh, oh got, yeah. Well, I got two TV shows that I watch, but um, I don't cut the TV on. Mm. Is that a Jehovah thing or you just like nah. I just don't just don't have the time for it, you know. I'm literally when I'm at home is either comedy, writing, or stocks. That part. That's it. That part. Like uh yeah, I could I could totally relate. A lot of people always trying to have these Netflix conversations mm-hmm. with me or HBO conversations with me. And I'm like, bro, I gotta <laughs> edit, bro. What are you talking about? I gotta write a new fifteen. Right, right. I'm tired of this joke, bro. Right. What are you Next thing I know, it's 11 o'clock at night. No, I'm not watching TV, bro. I got to go to sleep. I got work at (laughs) 2. I feel you. No, no, that's me. And I think, like, again, for people listening, and if you're just curious on what being a comic like, if you're actually trying to go in with your craft, it is going to, you're going to have to find ways to chill out because it is going to take over other aspects of your life that you might not even thought. Right. Because I used to be hardcore ESPN. Mm Mm-hmm. Like psh, I knew any stat. I was one of them dudes. Like, yeah. like I will argue that. <laughs> I'm like, no, uh, because in 2006 he was one of like you know, like go hard. And then all the sticks too. Like, but like as as I journey for farther into this, and of course the avenues uh, end up expanding. I find it it's TV's not necessary. No, it's not. It's a lot of things to keep up with. Even like my friends be like, you heard that song on TikTok? I'm like, bro, I ain't been on TikTok. <sighs> all right, so. Uh-uh. 
being being the the work ethic it takes and on the outbalance of things how do you find yourselves keeping up with uh social media social media yeah, the ever-changing landscape i suck at it i suck at it um i wish i could post more and be more consistent but even when i know i should i, I still can't it's hard to keep up it's with so right it's so hard because even on tiktok there's a new trend of a type of tiktok you're supposed to do like, every day it's like seven platforms like and it's like it's just too much it's too much to keep up with and i'm i'm amazed by people who can but um dang in 2022 i hope i can do better with that and so in, in ways so do i but as I grow farther, I find that these uh, apps are becoming more uh, age-based, and that's going to lock me in. Yeah. Like, I don't care what new app comes across. I'm not going to get rid of my Facebook. These are the people yeah, well, that Facebook, support me. I mean, Facebook is the main one. You know, yeah. that's, that was the, like the first one after MySpace. You know, yeah. that's where your main, your, your, your core, core is. You know, your family and your close friends. Yeah. You know? I don't even let people on Instagram follow me on Facebook. That part either. You got to send a request. Yeah. It's just because that's like... I don't want to say totally family. Yeah, yeah, but that's that was, that was promoting. Because the way I talk on Instagram, I don't, they don't see me talk like that on Facebook. That part. <laughs> that part. Yeah, on Facebook, I try to be a little bit more yeah. real than with, with, right. with my day. Like, <laughs> hi, guys. Yeah, like, God bless you. <laughs> and then on Instagram, what the boop, boop, Yeah. <laughs> Especially on Twitter. Twitter, I'm a oh beast. My God. I'm I, a whole nother animal. Listen, I had to go delete tweets off because after that Kevin Hart thing. I did the same thing. Oh my God. I went back to the beginning. <laughs> I was like, let me delete this for it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I did the same exact thing. I was like, oh yeah, I, I don't want to work so man. hard. Because for me, that was really crushing watching that get snatched from him like that. Yeah. And he still apologized. It, yeah that was but you know what that taught me a lesson to delete tweets and to also just delete stuff text messages out your phone like right when that you part. send it if it's something that you know you don't want to die and that you somebody see that or you go to jail and please go through your phone you don't want nobody to ever see just yeah, delete, delete it right, right after you after send it. it delete it right after you send it life hack <laughs> <For> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> There ain't no evidence, so it ain't never occurred. <laughs> we can hit licks together, Ash. I like you. <laughs> we can. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. <laughs> I'm discreet. <laughs> I love it. Uh, again, again with work ethic, work ethic, and I'm focusing on that because, uh, again, I feel like a lot of comics, when they step into the scene, they think it's all dick jokes i'm gonna say it mm. and, and whatnot but no it does come a scale of, of of degree or how you have to schedule yourself and that schedule can take over other aspects of your life so what i'm saying to the background of that the question is working so hard in comedy does it interfere with personal relationships um, as far as making time for friends or making time for loved ones or significant others? Uh, for me, no, not really, because I just put comedy first, right? And um, I mean, now for family, but, but I live out here alone, so my family isn't here. But I guess like with dating and hanging out, yeah. you know, um, comedy come first. And when I meet people, I just let them know, you know, um, I got to find a balance, you know. So I, it don't interfere for me because I'm, I guess I'm focused. But um, you know what? Also, I don't ever feel like I'm working hard enough. You know, because you see that. other people and you see what they're doing, you, you know you could work harder or do more. Yeah. You, you know you could do more. 
and reschedule some things in your day. Like, yeah. um, I, I kind of messed around just between get the these business, You know what I'm saying? I think out here, you know, coming to L.A., you know, people just think or comedians, you know, well, I'm doing comedy in L.A. That's all. But it's so right. much more like, you know, um, dang, like, you know, people like you said, people hold gyms, you know, they don't tell you what websites to get on to, to upload yeah. your headshot, you know, because you could be more than just a comedian. You could be an actor. You could be a, a writer, a producer. But a lot of people don't even know what they can do. You know, comedians that don't part. know what they can do because people not telling them, you know what I'm saying? That part. So um, I don't know, I guess. For me, I gotta find out, you know, just hanging out with people, finding out and watching other people. And like I said, like I was screenshotting other people emails that they were saying, just trying to learn like, damn, what's she saying to this person or what yeah. what he doing? Uh stuff like that. You just gotta be um open minded, have your eyes open, listening and go after it. Cause just doing comedy, you could find yourself doing stages out here for years. Yeah, that part. For years and yeah. that's all, you know, because if I come out here, when I first came out here and I'm doing the same stages that somebody else was doing for six years, it's only because maybe that's all they wanted to do or they don't know what else to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I mean, for me, I just I just want a little more, but I just got to figure out how to get it, you know? This should be like a little comedy LA orientation, LA comedy orientation, huh? That would be dope, you know, uh, if people came and somebody shared that with them, like, you know, you get these headshots, you come talk to this person, you know, you upload on here, you get on uh, LACasting.com, you could do this, you could, you know, that would be dope. That's like a, a media day for comics, like, hmm. Right. <laughs> Ash, are we starting a workshop? I feel like we are. Dating. Well, we'll find out more coming back. There's no name for it. When you're almost somebody's girlfriend, there's a there's a name when you're almost somebody's wife. They call you a fiance. There's no name when you're almost somebody's girlfriend. They need to come up with one because I'm I'm tired of guys calling me stalker. <laughs> I don't like that. Because <laughs> I think I'm being cute. Like I'll go and have a one night stand. I'll wear his t-shirt home. I think it's so cute because he doesn't realize I'm trying to move him into my apartment one sock at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when the date goes bad, but they call you the day after and there's a moment on the phone where you're like, I'm never going to see this guy again, but he still thinks he's going to take you out. It's so uncomfortable. It's like sad. It's, it reminds me of one of those army movies. You know the battle scene where your army buddy gets shot in the chest and he's bleeding profusely. He looks up at you. He's like, maybe tomorrow, maybe I could take you to some nice Italian restaurant. We could go dancing. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, sure, Johnny. <laughs> Sure. It's gonna it's gonna be beautiful. We're gonna have popcorn. And have butter. And when I press the in call button, I use two fingers like I'm closing his eyes. I'm like, don't call me no more, Johnny. <laughs> But it seems like in relationships, no matter what happens, it always ends bad. Always. Even if you fall in love and get married and you get to the end, somebody dies before the other one. And usually it's the husband. So I'm going to be at the funeral feeling abandoned, crying over his grave. Like, why? Why did you leave me? He's just going to look up like, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Alright, I had to bring some funk coming from my own turf. 
Pete Town stand up this daydream time machine in due time. And you know where you heard it at, baby? The comedy plug. Ooh, ooh. Gotta stay in Cali, baby. Thundercat, do it to him. I'll wreck with it. Love. It's <laughs> so fucking.
house by the Sky Riders. Man, I love this LA music funk. like any of the songs that you heard you can find it in the bio of this podcast you will be able to keep up with all the playlists if you go ahead and follow the comedy club playlist exclusively on spotify oh
I, I, I'm finally dating a really nice guy. It took me 40 years, oh my God, to realize I had to date a really nice guy. And he's so sweet, you know? It's not gonna work out, but he's so sweet. <laughs> he actually he saved my life while we were having brunch. I started choking on the avocado toast. And, and he reacted so quickly. As soon as I started choking, he was like, oh, that's it. That's all he did, but it was so fast. <laughs> that was all I needed, okay? Because as soon as he reacted, he gasped, he let out a little yelp, he was like, huh, and a real man overheard it and he came and saved me. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was so pathetic, thank you. You would, you would do that for me? Because <laughs> honestly, I don't know what a real man looks like in 2020, when you're supposed to respect yourself after all the gaslighting and all the movements, what are they supposed to look like? Because they don't even know. They have to rewrite it for themselves, right? We used to have to date really aggressive men because they were supposed to protect us. Then we had to date really passive aggressive men because they had to work with us. <laughs> and now we have to date really microaggressive men because they're losing jobs to us. <laughs> yeah, you should clap for that. You should. Because right now, some really talented, sad white boy is sitting at home on his bed because I'm on stage. <laughs> Yeah, you guys get it. <laughs> I'm glad you're into it because there are some men that are so afraid that women are gonna take their shit, and we are, we're gonna take all your shit. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. <laughs> but there's nothing to be afraid of because we might take all your shit, but we're still gonna take you to dinner. <laughs> you remember that? That's fair, right? <laughs> We're gonna take you out because you might not have any job opportunities or money in the bank, but you can order anything you want off the appetizer. Go ahead. <laughs> Go right ahead. Because <laughs> we want you to feel nice. Because you look so pretty in that suit we bought you. And we want you to feel special tonight because we were working all week for the woman. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Mom, once again, this Christmas music is for you. I hope you enjoyed it. To everyone listening, I hope you were digging the show. We are getting closer to our wrap up. But before we do, Ash, once yes. again, What's that show everyone got to come out and check out with? Y'all got to come check out the Backyard Comedy Battle. It's the dopest comedy show in L.A. In the backyard, it's beautiful ambiance, the best comedians, and the best drinks, the best food, and um, it's dope. You just got to come out. And where can they get that info again? Um, follow me at um, Backyard Comedy Battle on Instagram. And what if they just want to get in contact with you? If you want to get in contact with me, um, my personal Instagram is Young Tinder. That's Y O U N G one zero D E R. Mm. Yep. You heard it from her mouth straight to your ears. Go ahead and support the homegirl. I appreciate it. Hey, so what's the one thing you got to get done by the end of next year? By the end of next year. Man, you know what? I, I, I really feel like this Postal Series is going to give me, like, some good recognition, you know, where um, people start asking me to come out and do shows. So that, that's what I want. You know, people like, yeah, come on, get on this show. 
come do this yeah you know that's what that's yeah that's the one thing i want i really want to finalize this postal series and be consistent and when it comes time to drop where are people gonna be able to catch it um on youtube instagram and facebook oh stay close stay close to us she got some more gems she got some more treats and once again where you at in atlanta oh um i don't know I, but i don't know um i'm the atlanta comedy theater Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> i was doing a little too much yeah come check me out y'all i'm out there with ricky smiley martin lawrence and the- hey <laughs> that's on fire i need to be a part of this hey are you looking forward to that netflix uh festival that's coming to LA next year next April. Ne- I haven't heard of it Netflix is a joke they're having a whole comedy festival bringing all the biggest names oh yeah that sounds good I'm all gonna be the there for sure names. and it's like from downtown LA all the way to the Hollywood Bowl dang that sounds good you gonna be there uh, I'm gonna try to catch one of them it's, it's, it's high key it's not gonna be possible to catch all of it no how long is it gonna be like a weekend thing it's uh, it's like two weekends oh okay it's Two like, weekends, yeah, like a like a full Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. Okay, and then the next week another full Friday, oh, yeah. Saturday thing. Oh, oh yeah, but that sounds nice. I do plan on running around, yeah. probably Ubering around because we about that show far right. life right about now. <laughs> Ass put me on game. I'm out here driving like a peasant. That's crazy. <laughs> Never drive. I need, I need, I need my chauffeur <laughs> driving, Mister Tony. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's definitely been a pressure, uh, a pleasure having you on the comedy plug. Look forward to you coming on again. Uh, for everyone listening, be sure to check out the comedy plug available all every Tuesday on all digital streaming platforms as far as podcasts go. Soon, YouTube. You soon, YouTube. Uh, be sure to check us out if you want to stay up to date with all the dates at fm.comedyplug and once again if you like any of the tunes even this Christmas music that you hear in the background serenading your ears as we speak yeah. you can find that ASMR right there but you can find that in the bio of this episode and every episode in the bio or you could just follow Comedy Plug playlist on Spotify and get all the tunes once again we have sounds coming from my boys and so coming from Scoop Ellington we had a little Stolly a little Daydream Time Machine a lot of names you may not be familiar with but that's why you came in the plug without further ado I'm gonna go ahead and let do what it do till next time ooh 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 take my eyes off She's standing there like royalty. She and I are the only two people in the whole casino who aren't on the floor. She looks over at me, and I'm looking at her. You like that, huh? She says, and walks out the door. My mind on the buck, uh, mind in the luck. Uh, Never trust a virgin cause he's lying in his nut. Yeah, time in the truck, yeah. time in the tuck. What? Bitches here from injuries, I'm lying in the cut. Turn dimes in the dust, uh, slimes in the crust. Enhancer uh, are the flavor like lines when they bust. Got crimes for the bunch. No, sorry. Did you hear all those bars right there? Did you hear all those bars? Did you hear all those bars? This is Velda Wonder with Uma. Boy, oh, hi, this is one of your own. Make noise. Ooh, comedy plug. Shut the door. I
My mind on the buck, bind in the luck. Never trust a virgin 'cause he's lying in his nut. Yeah, time in the truck, time in the tuck. Bitches here for injuries. I'm lying in the cut. Turn dimes in the dust, slimes in the crust. Enhancer are the flavor like lines when they bust. Got crimes for the bunch, rhymes for the punch. Only beef for beef. That's crying for my lunch. Uh. And fuck 12, bitch, shit, I ain't like a good cop Neither no Tony Danza on the ring And tell your man to take a breather Only fans don't want to feed us Everyone gon' want to be there If them bitches want to meet up I'ma send them off to Jesus Now my lyrics are a genius Basket in my brilliance And read up on my thesis How much of my currency can take for me to mean this I'm rising from the sea in the clam Like I'm Venus, fleeces I'm jumping off like the X Games Laurel Hill like my ex claims Just until the checks came Now I'm dropping kings like chess games Go run that shit on the next name Uh Wow they say I pulled your car too fast, you're breaking mood glass, bitch, where the food at? If I ain't come to take the mic, the way you'll do that, do that, do that, nah, I ain't into making new friends, but I'll keep it cordial, I mean, think gorgeous, full fur from Georgia, Georgia, sign the ink for the purchase, emerges, firework, you're working, bitch, got my ass out and I ain't even twerking, murking, words on papers, got the makers flying, takers lying, fakers crying, I'm rooting for the Lakers, bitch, I'm make a buying, and I ain't even got no enemies, and she confronted me, and I no more, I wish So well, we fight the better thing, unsettling to think I put my energy into anything other than clever and metal things. Let it seem forever when you weather in the pressure, ultimately violent when I push to certain measures. Engage on the mind and overthrow suppressors. Yeah, I'm a bad bitch, and better than your average. I'm pulling out legitimates, cause all these fools is catfish. And I ain't got no time to play no fucking games. Decapitating the head vicious, seeking red visions ahead, bitches. I must be a medium, I'm talking to some dead bitches. Taking men's riches, spread them all throughout the West, bitches. Call me Robin Hood, I'm outrageous. Written out pages, giving out stages. I'm only doing with Robin Hood. I think I found greatness. They can't out phases, keeping out wages, breaking out gauges. Now we doing the Robin Hood. Thank you.